Welcome to the Hoodoo and Chill Podcast, the number one hoodoo and spirituality-based podcast bringing awareness to African-American spirituality and a wide range of thought-provoking topics. I am Papa Seer, your host, your narrator, and your storyteller. Before the show begins, make sure you're subscribed or following the show so you don't miss out on any episodes. And as always, donations of love keep our podcast alive and give us the ability to upgrade the show, enhance our content, and most importantly, do what we love. You can use any link in the description to send your donation of love today. Now, let's start the show. Good morning and grand rising. We are here with another episode, a very amazing and special episode of the Who Do and Chill podcast with me and who has been with me since the beginning, my beautiful, lovely co-host, the one and only Latoya Alexandria. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Grand rising, good light, bon, lundi, je suis assisi avec la magnifique Sir Bayo. And I have been saying that for the past year or so, and I just love it. Today is a very special edition of the Hoodoo and Chill podcast for us, you guys, as we are celebrating our first year and I have just it's been a tremendous year and um I just want to say Seer I love you and I would not want to host a podcast with anyone else Toya I love you as well and the same goes for me as well I to be here even though we've been doing these shows for you know about two years we went professional and live on air a year ago and you know with no expectations just we just felt like the message needed to be put out there beyond clubhouse right and i'm so happy to say with the support of all of our listeners all across the world that within one year you know we have definitely managed to remain a top rated podcast on apple and spotify so if any of you have not had the opportunity to download hoodoo and chill on apple podcast leave us a five-star rating and a comment just you know letting us know what you like about the show please do so it helps us tremendously and to all of you who've taken the time to do so and taken the time to show up for us every week we love you we appreciate you show so much my heart definitely goes out to all of our listeners in Charlotte, New York, and Texas because you all just seem to just love this show and a lot of our support comes directly from those areas. So I just wanted to just start to start my day off by saying that. So anything else you wanted to add? I definitely have to thank all of the listeners for all of your support. We couldn't do this without you. Um, as Sir said, go ahead and leave us a rating. Let us know what you like about Hoodoo and Chill. If you have some suggestions, um, if there's something you'd like us to cover, a topic that you'd like us to touch on, let us know. We're always open to those types of things. But we just thank you from the bottom of our hearts for your support. And um, 
I would just, I, it makes me emotional because uh, it's very, this podcast is very, very close to my heart and it's something that I cherish and that I love doing. So thank you guys. So without further ado, you know, I, this show, because this is our one year anniversary show, we decided to dedicate this show to those of you who are on your first year journeys um, into hoodoo. And we, we are a space I would like to say one of the few spaces where we like to cater and nurture our newer members. I'm not going to say more than our tenured members, but we here at ACR do provide a different level of care and concern as, as it regards to our new members. Because for me, I really feel like that that is just the the foundational parts of your journey. It's I look at you as a baby. You know, like truly as if you are a baby. And we all know that between one and five, those years in a child's life are so crucial. And I think that's why, you know, you have a lot of moms out here who can be very protective over their children. They want things to be done a certain way. And I don't fault moms like that when the child is so young because they are trying to establish a certain set of values and etiquette within their seat. So here at HCR, whether you are a listener, whether you are one of our students, one of our mentees, we want to offer you that same level of delicacy as it relates to your journey. So today's message, Toya and I said, and we scripted five tips, what we think would be amazing for you all to write down give us your hearts to listen to today that i feel like will help you on your first year and for those of you who are not on your first year this message is still for you too because there are a lot of good gems in here or maybe you yourself may be able to relay some of this information to your brother or your sister in spirit who may be on their first year as well i want you tenured hoodoos to understand that the longer you are in this you have a responsibility okay especially if you're part of our family we take care of one another but you have a responsibility if you see a practitioner that's misguided a little down and out or may even just need some nurturing from you you have a responsibility to your brothers and your sisters in spirit so before we get into the five tips we wanted to just let you know what that first year for us looked like. At least, you know, Sarah and I talked about this. This show was not really a hard script to put together. I don't know about you, Sarah, but during the first year, as we have been doing this for over a year, it's just that as a professional podcast, it's been on for a year. But we have been holding rooms on Hoodoo in Clubhouse for about two years now. And the way that those rooms started out is, is we were just basically talking generally about hoodoo. There were no expectations. We definitely did not see the podcast in the future. We were just sharing ideas and tips and we were sharing uh, techniques, things of that nature on hoodoo. Within the first year, there was so many changes, changes that were very unexpected. 
there are people that began with us that definitely are not here now. And it was very shocking and surprising to me when these people were no longer in our circle. So I, I think it's important that when you get into anything, that first make sure that it's for you. Okay, that's 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 what I want to say first. And we're going to expand on that. But I want to make sure that what you're being led to, what you think you saw or heard is really that. And we will get into that more, too, as it could be something else. But the first tip we wanted to give and the first tip on our list is before you actually get into this path, I would say come in with a face of humility and not ego. Okay? So you've been called to this path of spirituality. What you are going to have to do first is make sure that you are not getting into this thinking that you know exactly what is going to happen. Okay? So you come in a face of humility, a mind frame and a mindset willing to hear what those who are tenured and who have been doing this for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years have done. That is so important to me. Let's start off with some support. You're coming in with a face of humility. This is a path that you know nothing about. You're expecting to learn. Why don't you come in paying some due first? To those who have spent years practicing, studying, going through the fire and the flames, why don't we pay due to them first? Because they've set the path. they set the tone. They've given you the tools that we have now and the resources that are all over the place. But we are almost saturated with it. These come from our elders who have done this practice for years. So why don't we pay them some due first before you come in thinking that you're just going to start doing spells? That would be my first tips here. Hey family, I'm so sorry to stop the show, but it is me, Papa Seer, your host, your narrator, and your storyteller of the Who Do and Chill podcast. I couldn't go any further without inviting each and every last one of you to join the official HCR Gold Academy. If you're looking to expand your practice, if you're looking to join and be initiated into the hoodoo practice or if you're looking for family friends to help grow you on your spiritual journey sign up we want you we're looking for you what i've done is i've extended our open enrollment period until the end of january so you have until january 31st to sign up and join our family don't worry about any classes that you've missed i'm gonna set you up with a big brother or big sister who's gonna get you up to speed also, please don't forget, on January the 21st, we are having our very first midnight ritual, invoking your spirit, guys. And let me tell you, I'm so excited about this. This is going to be a ritual class dedicated to all of you who are interested in invoking your guardian angels, your spirit guides, or just learning more about that process. This is going to be a phenomenal class, a ritual style class. I need you to come dressed in all white, 
be in a meditative, quiet space because we're going to go into ritual together, okay? If you're looking forward to this, if you're interested, if you want to sign up and be a part of our school and our family, or even if you just want to come to class, go to hoodooconjurerootwork.com, click classes and services. You can register there. If you want to join our family and be a part of our school, go to the join page and guess what? You can register there. I'll leave a link in the podcast description for all of you guys to sign up. I look forward to seeing you at class and I look forward to seeing you in school. Now, back to the show. You just woke up the room. I, you know, I thought I knew where I was going to begin this morning. But now after you just dropped that fire, I'm going to have to reshift my train of thought. You see, before ACR or the Hoodoo and Chill podcast is what it is now and going to what it's going to, I feel like, you know, we did pay our dues and our respects to our elders, um, some people who are, you know, no longer with us in this journey now. Um, We gave them space to elevate. We did a lot of community service. And if you missed out on it, I'm sorry, but we did put out a lot of community service and gave out a lot in the beginning, as we still do now. And I think that you made a very, uh, very significant point about paying your dues when you first come into the journey, because a lot of you all do not have that concept. A lot of you all are coming into this with a version and a vision of yourself that you want to learn as much as you can, start your own practice, and be the latest and the greatest. Shame on you. Because the first thing that you need to be doing is there are two courts that you that you shall establish as a hoodoo practitioner. Let's, let's get into that, right? This is even a little bit off topic. But the two courts that you're going to establish will be the court in the spiritual form, but also your court in your physical form. Toya is a part of my court. If I wasn't around her and someone were speaking of me or she, I, I know with confidence and faith that anything that she would speak of me would be highly. I know that I could call Toya for guidance or reading or something like that. And I have a very strong practitioner on my side and vice versa, me with her. But some of you do not come in with that concept or even that mindset. You come in, I'm going to be the greatest and I want everyone to witness my gift. Baby, let me tell you something. You are walking into the realm of the X-Men and I hate to break it to you, but you ain't that special. We all have gifts and some of us have a lot of them. So, hey, how you doing? We glad that you have dreams and visions. So do the rest of us. What you first need to do is pay your respect and your dues to the people who have, A, opened up a space for you to learn, to the community that has kept that space alive and open. Because before we knew you, before you stepped foot into this space, The members, your brothers and sisters have been paying their dues, whether it is through finances, time, just showing up to keep this space what it is so that you can come through the door and learn and grow. And if you can't come to the table with something to offer or at least bow your head in reverence as to where you're seating, sit where you are because you are not bringing anything into the space but toxicity. 
whether that's HCR or whether that's someone's three-person spiritual home and you are going to come in as the fourth. No space is greater than the other and we all should respect each other's space. So the very first tip that Toya and I can give you is to sit in confirmation. And one of the examples we just gave you, one way that you can do that is to support the movement. Sit back and observe some other practitioners, get to know some people, go to some gatherings, go to some Zoom classes, learn not only just the workings, but the people behind this religion. I think that if some of you were coming to this seeking first, To gain your court on the physical realm, gain some support on the physical realm, you will find that your journey is going to open up so many doors for you later on. Because that sister in your group who you skipped over today might have a key for you a year later. You see, we all grow and we all develop in many different ways. So the very first thing that, you know, I really want to touch on is don't just come in thinking about yourself. Get to know some people and show some respect to those who are opening up doors and spaces for you. The best thing that you could do is be an observer. And I'm gonna have to edit this out, but calm the fuck down. We see you, you're powerful, you're gifted, but so is everyone else in this space. Learn us so that we can learn you. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Everything you just said too. And actually expanding on that, we go into our second point, which is understanding that most of the time, most of the time, this is the way it goes, right? You've had a dream or you've maybe spoken with a spirit. You actually have a gift. You have talents. And as Sarah said, we all have gifts. We all have talents. And so now you think it is time for you to walk down this path of spirituality where you can, you know, speak to spirits and, uh, you know, you have these dreams and these visions. We all have these, though. Okay, we're all having these. And because you've had these dreams and these visions and you've been able to speak maybe to an ancestor or a spirit, you now start going on TikTok and you start going on social media and different places and you see the glamour, right? You see the glamour about hoodoo. You see people putting these spells together and these little candle rituals and things of that nature. And you're like, ah, yes, that's going to be me. I can do that. It's so beautiful. looks so pretty. And I'm talented and I am, uh, I'm gifted and I'm special. And I'm not saying that you're not. But I'm saying that everyone, most, have those same gifts. And maybe more that even even more powerful. So that that first year, excuse me, that first year, we call that being glamorized. We call that seeing people who are representing hoodoo. And of course, like I said, because everything is so saturated, we're seeing all the costumes and we're seeing all the glitter and we're seeing all the pretty. We're not seeing what's really underneath or what it really takes of whether or not that gift that you have of being able to hear or see coincides with you being able to 
do that love work or bring in that abundance. Maybe that's not your gift. Maybe that's not your hand. So understanding where you fit, understanding if this is a fit for you, if you come here because of the glamour that you have seen on TikTok and you come here because somebody said that they did hoodoo and they got a husband and you come here because it looks so magical and mystical, sexy, I can work with the spirits and get me a man or a woman. If that's why you come here, then you come for the wrong reason. So number two is we want you to understand that during that first year, whether you would like to admit it or not, you are glamorized. And that's just the way it is. And that's because you don't know enough about the practice. You haven't taken the time to sit down and learn what the practice really entails. You just see and you're just mystified. And that's glamour. Not saying that hoodoo can't be a glamorous thing, but being a glamorous thing and you being glamorized by something and you choosing it just because you think it's glamour is two totally different things. So understand, you will be in that space when you first begin, when you first come here. And those of you who have been here longer than a year, I'm sure you can recall those practitioners that you saw on social media and those real pretty rituals, all right, and these stories of how they brought in abundance and love and all these other things. And you were wondering why the first year that you began to be a practitioner, you couldn't do those things. Calm down. You will get there. There are things that, that you need to go through. There's a lot of learning that needs to be done. There's a lot of wisdom that needs to be gained. And there is a space that you need to be in. And you need to make sure you are in that space so that you learn things properly. That was so beautiful. You know, I'm glad that you brought that up about the, and even used the term glamour because, you know, a lot of us don't want to admit it. But when you first get into anything, I think uh, there is a period of glamour that, you you know, you have to take on first and then the newness of it just wears out. It's like getting a new car. You want to sit in it. You want to drive it. You get it washed every week. All of that Six months later, that car still needle. You know, it's just, it's not the same. <laughs> you know, so I it's unfortunate, but in spirituality specifically in the hoodoo practice, it's the same way for a lot of people. And the glamour goes beyond just what you see on TikTok or whatever, because you don't even have to be glamorized by that. Myself, just speaking from my own personal experience, you know, when I was a baby. I was glamorized in the beginning by the things that I was able to do, right? And a lot of you all suffer from this. Not suffer, but you will experience this. Let me use a better word, right? Experience this um, portion of it. Well, where you will be glamorized and intoxicated by your own capabilities and the things that you were able to materialize. Where you really need to take caution with this is when... You're glamorized by things that you do that are left-handed or on the darker side of things, right? And I was one of those people. I was, you know, upset. I was hurt about something. And I was in a place in my life where I was just, I want to get back. And I was getting it, but it was glamorizing me and just building up my ego and making me not a good person, you know? And I went through a very dark period in my life that I had to come out of because what I thought and what I had transcribed as power was not. I was being used by trickster spirits in my life that wanted to keep me down in a very bad place. 
the glamour a lot of you may experience is in the things that you can do. When you first get into this path, a lot of things that you will be shown will be things that are relatively easy and offer you almost an instantaneous effect. Reason being, your teacher wants you to gain some confidence. We want you to be able to know that what you're doing is real, that you do have the capabilities to materialize. Some of the first workings that you will be shown will be things that are rather simple and will have almost this instantaneous effect. But it's a teacher's way of helping you with spiritual confidence building. And a lot of us get glamorized by this. And then we start thinking, oh, well, I can do anything. And, you know, I'm if your result is greater than what is expected, some of you, your ego builds up and now you're better than your teacher or and it's just not a really good place to be. What you will learn after this first year is that the glamour is definitely going to wear off and your journey is going to transcribe into something different. It's going to transform more so into not just you learning but now you are applying the things you're learning because now you are under the guise of your spiritual duty. So I want each and every last one of you that are listening to understand you're not just here for a reason. You're not listening to this for just a reason. There is some sort of spiritual duty that each of you will have in your own journey. And what you should be doing is sitting still meditating in these moments because spirit will reveal that to you as time progresses. All of the things that you're learning, they will make sense. All of the trials and the tribulations that you're going through will make sense. The times that your ancestors responded will make more sense. And guess what? The times that they didn't, that's going to make sense too. So I sit there to, you know, to wrap this portion of all of you, just understand the first year is kind of tricky. Everything is new. Everything is beautiful. Everything is powerful. And it is. But there's more to it as your journey unfolds. The Hoodoo and Chill podcast will return after this short ad break. Why make another major decision without knowing the outcome beforehand? Would you like to know where your relationship is headed? or what the future holds in store for you? My name is Papa Seer, and I want to assist you in making all the right decisions so that you, yes you, may live your best life. Are you seeking a new career? Does your love life need insight? Or maybe you want to connect with your ancestors or past loved ones. The realm of divination holds all the answers to your fortune. Allow me to use some of my abilities, bone reading, cardamancy, tarot, and mediumship to uncover the answers to your future. Go to hoodooconjurerootwork.com under classes and services to book your appointment today. Your spirit guides are waiting to speak with you. That's hoodooconjurerootwork.com to uncover your destiny today. Spiritual duty. I love that you put that in there, Sir. Because understanding that this path that you've been led to, any spiritual path, your purpose on this earth is beyond just you. Every day that you wake up, you have purpose. And the purpose is not just to fulfill yourself. 
so that something, again, like Sir said, will be revealed to you if this is your path, because that's what we do in Hulu. We help others. We help the community. Doesn't matter what you see now in terms of self-serving. Yeah, we have some bad apples out there, but who do has always been about helping family, each other, not just self-serving. And that's something that I think coming into this needs to be understood. So then another tip that Sarah and I talked about, and I think that is very important, keep your head down. And I don't mean keep your head down and feel self-loathing and things like that, or like you got to put something over your mouth. What I am saying is this, when you get into this journey into this path, if you come in as we backtrack about what we said about ego and humility, and as Sears said, the glamorization of what you can manifest, and you get on social media and you start to tell everybody that, yes, I can do this, and yes, uh, I'm so strong and I am so powerful. Do we understand? And I think we all do understand that there are people out there who just love to mess with other people. They just live to do it. So while you are representing the face of hoodoo, which you are, understand now, if you are saying you're a hoodoo practitioner and you walk up to a Buddhist, you are now going to represent hoodoo, okay? When they think of a hoodooist, they're going to think of you, maybe one of the first people they met in the practice. So you are now representing the practice and you're on social media saying how powerful you are and you've been in this for six months. Don't think that people will not test you. Don't think that people will not try to probe and and try to upset you and see just how powerful you are. And before you know it, you're in a spiritual warfare with somebody that you don't know. And that spiritual warfare, you don't know how to fight because you know nothing about the practice because you let ego and glamour and the fact that you thought you were so special and gifted override sitting back being patient, paying your dues, waiting on confirmation and learning. You're out there now. Your name's out there, your face out there, and everything that you have said is out there. And you better believe that people will test you. We all know this. So when I say keep your head down, I just mean keep a low profile. Don't tell everybody what you're doing. It's fine to tell them that you're on your spiritual journey and that you're new to hoodoo. It's fine to do that. But once you get on social media and you get in people's face and you start boasting and bragging about your gifts and how you talk to this spirit and how you within the first two months, because as Sears said, your teacher will give you very simple spells to build up your confidence. You made something manifest and it was better than you thought it would be or better than anybody maybe in the class did. You were top. Now that ego hit. But then you're faced with a real practitioner. Who's going to say, okay, well, I want to see just how big and bad you are. So let me test. Keep a low profile. Our third tip is prepare to be removed from your comfort zone. And that's why I told you to keep your head down. Because a lot of you are going to be put in the most uncomfortable spaces that you've ever been in. And I'm seeing it on some of you all now. Let's keep it 100 today, right? What a lot of people are not going to tell you is one of the, some of y'all going to experience death. A lot of it sometimes. Maybe it might just be one person, but in the first couple of years of your journey, some of you are going to lose people. You got to gain ancestors before you can use them. 
Sometimes spirit brings you into this journey because you're getting ready to lose someone and their spirit is going to need your assistance to be elevated. So before you jump out there and you want to take on the duties and the responsibilities of the public, you might want to sit still for a moment and go through your phase of uncomfortableness. And I'll talk about that later on. You have to be prepared to lose people too. And that's why I always say it to y'all, like, just keep it to yourself. I don't even want, I don't, I never go out here and tell people I'm a hoodoo man. People ask me what I do. I'm a spiritual life coach. That's what I say. Literally. I don't even use that term unless I'm on air for real, for real. What in teaching and stuff like that, because I understand and it has nothing to do with me being ashamed of my practice. But a, you don't need to know. That's not the first thing that you need to know about me. When I come into the room, you felt something. If you know, then you know. A lot of you will lose people because of your practice. Your mom might stop talking to you. Your grandmother may stop talking to you, unfortunately. This is a fact. When people know that this is what you're into, there are still people out there in this world today that's going to call you a witch. They're going to call you demonic. They're going to call you evil. And they're going to keep, they're going to stay away from you. There have been people where they won't let your nieces and stuff come over your house no more. Something go wrong in the family. They're going to blame it on you. A lot of y'all going to go through it. You know, and I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it to you. I'm just keeping it real. This is why we say keep your head down because sometimes you expose too much before you're ready. Some of y'all put it out there that you the biggest, baddest hoodoo in six months. And then three years later, you in church hollering about this is the worst thing in the world. Back to my first First tip, which was comp sitting in confirmation, some of this may not be for you. This may not be your life journey. You may not necessarily want to commit your life to this. I don't blame you. I'm not knocking you. I'm not an evangelist. And then two, some of you all destroy your reputations before they can be built. If you feel like it's on your heart to work with the public, then your reputation, my love, is going to precede you over anything else. You could have a million followers on Instagram, but if you have a reputation of misusing your gifts, sexually misusing your gifts, being a bad person, all of these type of things, what you could have, you won't because people are going to stay away from you. I get more business from word of mouth than I do posting anything is, you know, your reputation. How was people's experience when they met you? And what some of y'all do is y'all put yourselves out there as one way in the beginning. Like I see a lot of people put themselves out there to be in this very dark place and they ready to, you know, hurt everybody. And I'm a hex you and I'm gonna get you. And that's the, that's the message that you go out there with. Um, or some of y'all put out this message of you hate white people and da 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 third. Only to two years later, you worshiping all the saints. You loving on your white ancestors. You know, you the biggest love and light out here. Speaking from experience, you know, my own self. Who I was in the beginning is not who I am now and who I'm transferring myself into. So protect your reputation. Because who you think you are within your first year is not who you are. You're shedding layers. You are getting rid of people. You are getting rid of habits. You are getting rid of spirits that are not, that do not need to come with you when you ascend into the person that you're supposed to be. When you undergo your initiation, whether it's through a spiritual family or even through your own personal spirit guides, the old you is not going to come with you. So unfortunately, your first year is going to be a lot of sitting with the old you. You are not whole yet. That 
walks us into what Toya was saying, which is our fourth tip: avoiding the public. And I you think here, even before we go into that, go ahead. Let's also interject. We have mentees. There is a whole Hoodoo Conjure Root Work Academy. And I, I could not let you move forward before saying this. Understand that when we look at you or when you've requested to be a mentee or, you know, part of the organization, we look at your characteristics. We might even peek at your social media page. You're going to be asked, why? Why do you want to be here? What is it that has driven you here? And you might put on your really nice smile and best voice and proper voice and say say what you think we want to hear. But then when we take a look at your social media page, you're on there cursing people out, talking about hexing people, boasting, bragging, doing all of this. And although, like Sarah said, you are you will be shedding layers. We still need to determine do we want a person of that caliber to come into our organization? Do we want to teach a person of that caliber who is of that mindset right now where you are? The teachers are looking at you. So like Sears said, protect your reputation, not only from other people, but from spaces in which you may want to learn. Because all that information is free. All we need to do is click on your profile and see what type of person that you really are. Because it comes out. I'm sorry. Oh, no. You are spinning fire today. I I don't know who that mounted you. You you are. Because I forgot about that. And, you know, that's one of the things I did bring up in scripting with you this morning. I said, you know, it's a lot of people that I don't let in because they kick themselves out before they can get in. You know, we do check. And if I don't check, my members check. And if you are concerned or a red flag, someone is going to bring it to our attention and say, hey, are you, do you, are you sure? Like, you know, and I hate to say this, you know, because although we should be in a nudge, none, none judgmental zone, but I'm going to be honest, people are judging you. And a lot of you all shoot yourselves in the foot before you can give yourself a chance. And that stuff that you're posting or even the way that you're conducting yourself in spiritual spaces, your reputation precedes you. Some of y'all have hopped from spiritual family to spiritual family, and that reputation is going to come with you. Some of y'all have been from mentor to mentor and teacher to teacher. But the truth is, behind the scenes, a lot of us know each other, and they will tell who you are when you switch over. So don't think for one second that the spiritual community is so big because it's really not. The hoodoo community is small and you will find everybody knows everybody or has at least heard of or been mentioned to in some fashion, some space. I'm going to tell you that right now. Your reputation will precede you, which does walk me into my fourth of Mentoya's fourth tip, which is. I say avoid the public personally, um, especially in your first year, because you are not ready. You're not ready. And people are going to dump on you like never before. You are in a space where you're trying to get yourself together and you might have people calling you at three in the morning with emergencies that you're not capable of handling. You put yourself out there while you're still learning how to do readings to 
take money from people. Somebody's just going to come to your table with some real stuff and you won't be prepared. And it's not your fault because you're just learning and you haven't been 100% schooled yet on everything that you need to know. But what, what people will do is they're going to walk away and they're going to call you fake. They're going to say that you don't know how to read. And it's not good for you. You know, just keep calm, keep quiet until you're ready. If you have a mentor or a, a, a um, if you have a mentor, you know, somebody that's over top of you, they are already telling other people how good you are. In fact, it's a few of y'all in here, a few of my initiates that I, I'm already like building them up for their own practices because like they're showing themselves accountable and worthy. You don't have to go out here and say nothing. I'm already telling other people about you in, in spaces where you actually need to be talked about. Forget social media, the spaces where you need to be talked about. I'm already speaking about you, you know, and that's something your teacher will do for you, which is why I stand on this. I stand on this. You need a mentor. You need somebody who can help usher you through this. You know, your first year is not the year where you need to put yourself out there as anyone's savior, because the first person you need to save is yourself. And you know what's there? I also wanted to mention that you need to understand that if you've been called to a spiritual path, and this is truly your path, you are going to start elevating. Within that first year, you are going to start elevation. And although you're going to be peeling back layers and you're going to be healing traumas and you're going to be sitting in confirmation, all these things that you are doing is help to, helping to elevate you. So you are then vibrating on a whole nother level. So then by you vibrating on a whole different level, on a higher level than most people who are not walking their true spiritual path or may not have a spiritual connection at all and may be self-loathing and may be depressed and have anxiety and who may project, you are going to pick these things up much easier than someone who is not on the journey or who is not self-elevating. Understand that you're going to vibrate much higher, much differently. So it's going to be much easier for you to be attacked. It's going to be much easier for them to, like Sears said, dump on you, to project on you, and for you to pick that up. You haven't even properly learned how to get rid of that energy because you haven't been in the practice long enough. So you're out here, you're out in the public, and you're picking up all of this because you're vibrating on it a much higher level than just the regular person and you have no clue how to get rid of it because you haven't learned how to do a proper bath yet because you haven't learned the proper recipes or the way to execute it. And that's why we're saying avoid the public. Again, I just had to reiterate that here. No, everything you said, I 110% agree with. And it's, it's sad because a lot of students, um, not a lot of, but you know, you got that, that hard head or that knucklehead that feels like and will literally drop out of mentorship because they feel like you're trying to put a hand over their mouth. And I'm not trying to put my hand over your mouth. That's not my job. I'm trying to save you. I'm trying to help you preserve yourself for when you go out there, the time is right. And spirit has said that this is a calling on your life. Some of y'all is not going to be a calling in your life for you to help work with other people. You may just be learning this to simply take care of your ancestors. And that's okay too. I don't wish 
to be honest, I don't really wish this on anybody because, you know, it's a, it's a lot of benefits that come with this, but it's a lot of serving, a lot of service that comes with this. And a lot of you all have a problem with authority. You know, you still suffering from daddy issues talking about you want to be somebody's practitioner. It is, and I don't see it, you know? So that's why I say just Take your time because your what you what your duty may be may not necessarily to be this this worker for the public. You may have to take your gifts and apply them at your job or something else or a business outside of spirituality. Some of y'all might just be really good pokers and gamblers and players, stuff like that. I don't knock that too because that's an essential part of hoodoo. That some people only work hoodoo because they wanted to go out here and gamble and make money, and they did. So, like I said, there's many faces of this and just get in where you fall in. Our last tip that we're going to leave you all with, and I think this is probably the best tip for everyone, which is the best thing you could do, in my opinion, for the first year is your self-work and your spiritual purging. You need to be healing from whatever it is that you need to be healing from, or at least opening up the doors for that. How can a sick person heal other people? You know, you're going to affect somebody while you're trying to heal them. That's not, that's, that's conflict of interest, right? You need to be preparing your space. Meaning that when I tell you the first thing that you need is time and space and who do, if you know this is what you're getting ready to be a hundred percent about this, do you have enough space? Is there enough space in here for you to put an altar? Are the people in your house going to be comfortable with this? Do you need to move? Do you need to get some people out of your house? Prepare your space for spirit. Okay. You know, elevate as a person, you know, try to become better at the things that you're already doing now. Are you bad at saving money? Why not try disciplining yourself with saving first? Because hoodoo is going to require a lot of discipline. Are you, you know, out here with poor social skills? Well, then maybe you need to work on those because if you're going to be a practitioner, a reader, having impeccable social skills is what's going to keep your clients, you know, be prepared to be reintroduced to God. Like, you know, that's another thing too. Whatever your God may be, be prepared to be reintroduced to the creator because what you thought was creation is going to be on a whole different level. Once your eyes opened up to the practice and to the religion, you know, I feel like you need to prepare your meat to higher self. The person that you are now, you're not going to, that's not who, that is not who you're going to be staring in the face two, three years down the line. You're going to be looking at somebody totally different, someone much more esteemed. So get ready to say, kiss the person that you are now goodbye because they're dying and it's a good death. You're being reborn into something else. Prepare yourself for your spiritual family. Okay. Learn how to get along with people. Learn how to love people. Learn how to let people love you. Learn how to have respect for yourself and authority. Learn how to stop arguing with everybody. Learn how to stop debating with everybody. Learn how to be around other people. Prepare yourself for your family because some of you all come into these spaces treating your spiritual family as if they were the ones that did anything to you and they're just trying to get to know you love you, and help elevate you if you're in the right space. Can't say that for everybody. I'm speaking for HCR. Prepare yourself for your godparent. You know, that goes back to my question of authority. And this is for those of you all 
I'm speaking to my younger people right now. Those of y'all out here 40, 50 years old looking for God, parents, I, hey, shout out to you. But to my younger people, prepare yourself for your godparents, okay? Learn how to stop talking back to your mother now. Learn how to have some respect for your parents now. Learn how to fix some of the relationships that you are broken from now. Because your relationship with your godparent is going to mirror the relationship that you have with your parents. If you didn't know how to talk to your mom and your dad, you was disrespectful to them, you're going to be that same person to your godparent and they're going to drop you. Love you, but they're going to drop you. So some of you all need to prepare your younger, my younger people, those of y'all in your 20s, your teens, prepare yourself for your godparent. Because honestly, you all are going to be the ones to really walk the path of a God child. You know, if you come into this a little later on in life, I can't really speak to you for that so much. But most of the people that I know that, that seek God children, they're younger. They're in their 20s. They're younger. It's easier to have a God child when they're younger because they're more apt to being one. Okay? So you all need to start preparing yourselves for that. Lastly, and I'm going to pass this back over to Toya, prepare yourself for initiation. However that may look, initiations and hoodoo are coming back. And I'm just going to put that out there into the atmosphere, into the ether. They are coming back. You will not just be led into this space all willy-nilly anymore. There are some of us, we are taking this back. And then some of you will transition into other spaces where you may need to be initiated. Hoodoo may just be here to open up the path for your hand in something else which will require a different set of initiatory rights. And you need to prepare yourself for that. Meaning, being prepared to be in a sacred space, being prepared to fast, being prepared to eradicate yourself from people when you need to go into solitude to set yourself where you need to be. So your first year, in my opinion, should be a beautiful year of preparation. And Sarah, I'm so happy that you spoke to the younger people. Now I'm going to speak to the older people. If you are entering this and you are older, and of course, um, if you are entering at an older age, we would, let's, let's just assume you have a family, you have a career, you may even be, uh, you know, head or supervisor, manager, own your own company. You have to be prepared. To come in as a child. You have to be prepared to not be the authority figure. You have to be prepared not to be the one in charge. You have to be prepared to take directions. Even though you own your own company here, you own nothing. Here, you know nothing. Not until I teach you. Be prepared to understand. And we had a show about this, you guys. If you want to go back and listen to the podcast, we just did a show about this. And honestly, this is so important because it hasn't been brought up in the spiritual community. It, Sierra and I decided to uh, bring it up with two cases um, that were documented about mental illness. Be prepared. Be prepared to understand that all that trauma and all those things that you've gone through, if you have not gotten help, because as I say, the brain can only take so much before it begins to dysfunction. 
and before it cannot function. And if you've gone through a certain amount of trauma and you have not addressed that and there's medication that is needed simply because your brain is not functioning properly and there is no stigma when it comes to mental illness with us, be prepared to handle your business and see a doctor. Yes, we work alongside doctors. Okay. We believe that because there is such a stigma when it comes to mental illness, but people a lot of time who have mental illness have these wonderful, wonderful, amazing spiritual gifts, but you will not know what is coming through unless you have sorted the two out, unless you've handled your business and taken care of your mental health. You take care of your physical health, right? If you have high blood pressure, if you were uh, about to have a, a stroke, if you were, you know, your doctor tells you, well, you have high cholesterol, you need to take this medicine. You're going to do that, right? So what is stopping you from taking care of what needs to be mentally? It is part of your body and it is real. Spirit told me to light my candle by my altar and do this show by my altar for a reason today. And um, I have a message to my younger listeners today. I don't know why y'all are on my heart so heavy right now. I think it's because part of I know my duty is to be a role model for younger people because I'm, you know, I'm only 33. But... The ancestors are really looking at y'all right now. And y'all have such a duty in the future. A lot of y'all are going to get a lot of gifts very early because power skips a generation. My grandma always told me that. Gifts, most of the time, they'll skip, they'll skip a generation. And there's a lot of innocence in a lot of you, no matter what you think you've done. Spirit told me to remind y'all of y'all innocence. I've never said that before. This is, this is, I'm, I'm mounting right now. Spirit is telling me to tell you to remind y'all of y'all innocence. You, a lot of you all have not broken any laws, have not tainted the spiritual community in any way, and they are looking to you to bestow some really beautiful things on your life. So to my younger people today, prepare yourselves because a lot of what we're doing right now is going to be passed on to you. You all have some big shoes to fill with that. I hope this message meant something to at least one of you all today. I hope that we will able to help guide those of you on your journey that are new to this just again thank you all for listening we appreciate you we love you have a phenomenal first year learn relearn reintroduce yourself um you know shed bad habits and and i i I just i just wish you all a wonderful phenomenal first year in this journey and I just hope that you elevate and you continue to elevate and as Sarah said maybe this is just a gateway for you just the beginning into something more 
Maybe hoodoo is just teaching you how to work with your ancestors. Maybe that's why you're here. Because in most of the ATRs, we work with our ancestors, of course. So I just wish you all the best. And again, we love you. As I close out today, I just want to remind each and every last one of you that you are powerful and that you are here for a reason. You have duty, you have purpose, you have gifts. To my younger people listening, you all are just like my babies from my students, my mentees, my godchildren, even just down to the young people that listen and send me little messages on Instagram. You all are like my babies and I want the best for you. I want you to reach a level of ascension that is designed for you. I want you to be the best version of yourselves. I want your gifts to flourish in a way that will help heal this community because we are looking to you all as we do our duty right now. To my more tenured listeners, I thank you all for helping us usher in the children you know, the young adults, the teenagers into better versions of themselves, that we can correct the mistakes of our parents, our grandparents, our forefathers, and just be something new. I feel like there is a new age coming. We're not there yet, but there are signs of some real growth starting to happen. So I bless each and every last one of you today. I bless your hands that the things that you touch me, they manifest as if they were gold. Your feet that you are placed and that you are directed to where you need to be. That you are in the right place at the right time, in the right moment. I ask that all doors be unlocked for you. I send you out in protection today, not only over you, but your family and your children as well. You come from the best of the best. Your ancestors were powerful. And if nobody else has told you this today, if nobody told you they love you, Papa Sierra loves you. Toya loves you. And with that, my people, we release you into the atmosphere. Thank you for being with us for an entire year. Thanks for listening to the Hoodoo and Chill podcast. Be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and let us know how much you enjoyed the show. As always, donations of love keep our podcast alive and give us the ability to enhance our content. Please use one of the donation links in the description to send a donation of love today. And we'll see you on the next episode of Hoodoo and Chill.